What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Hardworking Happy Hour. I am Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, turning your creativity into a passion, career. Taking that creativity and then turning it into a passion career. Turning it. What you're going to want to do is you're going to want to turn it into a career. Turn it into a career or, or don't. Or just leave or it as just, a passion. Maybe just have a hobby. Maybe just have a hobby. <laughs> maybe maybe are... that's something to think about. <gasps> what? Before we even get started, oh. I would like to congratulate you what? on finding a hobby. We always talk about how you are a hobbyless man. No hobbies. No hobbies. You find joy in no hobbies. I find joy in no, almost nothing. <laughs> no, no, just no but hobbies. Recently, yeah. you've been gardening. That's a great hobby. That's like the best hobby to have. It's a great hobby day? <laughs> That's a great hobby. I tripped over my words there. Hobbity. Uh, yes. And so congratulations on that right off the bat. I wonder how long it will last. Well, you've been doing it for a little while. I feel like every day you come into work and I you was say, trying to cue night. you up. I was oh. trying to cue you up because I've, oh, I've oh, been oh, saying sorry, that tending sorry, sorry. to a wait, garden. Wait, 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 don't don't say it. Da, ba, 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 ba. Cue me up again. How long do you think it'll last? Potentially, uh... Actually, I don't know how you want me to answer that now. Tending to a garden is the work of a lifetime. That's what you wanted to say, right? But I didn't. I couldn't think of how to cue you up. But that's okay. I hope that you do have it for a lifetime, because yeah, what a peaceful, nice hobby. It is, and has been very nice. Uh, you know, it's it's nice. It's and it's been so nice outside. Yeah. That like after Max goes to bed, go outside, crack open a nice cold Coke Zero. Oh, Coke Zero. <laughs> I've been on a Coke Zero kick, yeah. <laughs> Not Diet Coke. Not Diet Coke. I've been on a Coke Zero kick. Okay. So crack open ice cold <laughs> Coke Zero <laughs> and uh, go to town pulling some weeds. So meditative. Great. It has been. It's been very nice, yeah. So it's been enjoyable. Congratulations. I'm so proud of you for finding a hobby that you enjoy. Thank you so much. And uh, I actually, I forgot to show everybody at work... Uh, do you know how we're doing the Phantom Post? Yes, I do. I'm it's aware. not the first Phantom Post. <gasps> what? What? I have a Phantom Post at my house. What? It's completely rotted away <laughs> to the fact that like, oh, I'll show you a picture real quick. I'll show you a picture really quick. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. The sun porch yeah. uh, on my house. <laughs> the bottom of the post on the corner is so rotted. Look at it zoomed in. Yeah, there's nothing there. It's not there. It's just nothing. I'll put I'll put it into the camera. Yeah, we'll we'll pop that in. We'll see if you can see that. But uh, uh yeah. So it looks like the bottom ten percent of that post is just not there for the listeners. Yeah, the uh, post is not there. Uh did you know that or did you just happen upon that? Did you know that that was like happening? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um so it was like rotted. You could see it was like, it was rotted. Uh -huh. Like the bottom was kind of like rotting out pretty good. Right. Uh, I wasn't sure of the extent of it, but uh, I took all of that out in like three seconds just with my hand. So it was just it was just mush. It was just mush mm. and dust. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it's tied into like the sidewalls pretty good. So it's not sagging or anything. Hmm. So I think it's fine. You sure it's not sagging? Mm, doesn't look like it's sagging. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a super obvious sag. <laughs> That's good. So uh, seems fine. Are you going to fix it or are you just going to run with this whole Phantom Post thing? I think I'm going to fix it. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. But anyway. Interesting. I noticed that while I was gardening. Good to know. Because I'm outside. <laughs> but anyway. Okay. It is nice to be out in the garden. Oh, it's so nice. Out in the garden. I love just, it. 
I got, you know what I got? I got a nice hose nozzle. That makes a world of difference. It and does. That sounded sarcastic, but it is not. Thank you. I'm glad <laughs> that you understand. Uh, spent damn near $20 on the thing. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's pricey for a nozzle. <laughs> but uh, the shower setting on it is phenomenal. I want to use it in the shower. <laughs> it's that nice. It's such an even disbursement of water. Uh, it's wonderful. So uh, anyway, that's what I got going on lately. The things you care about in life as you age change yeah, drastically. They do. But, but I do they feel do. that because I, I agree. We, ours is like, our main hose is right next to our driveway. It's as opposed to your side hose. <clears throat> <laughs> I do have a side hose, but that one's broken. So something. It's not a good way to talk about your side <laughs> hose. <laughs> She's broke. <laughs> anyway, All right. Anyway. Uh, it's next to the driveway. So, mm. and Pat always backs up his trailer and his trucks into our driveway and he's constantly running over the hose attachment and I don't <laughs> want to place any blame on it, but it's usually my fault that I leave the hose attachment oh, in the driveway. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's a me thing, but yep, 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 yep. I should not do that, but it's like, it's a, just like in the middle of the driveway. No, no, no. We just have like a really thin driveway and then yeah. there's no, there's like a small, um, like little gravel side to the driveway and Radio. that's where the hose has to live. So even if it's just like slightly not on that, oh, it's going to get run over. So <laughs> I got you. I got you. So gotcha. we don't we don't have like a there's not even room to put like a hose, hose holder or anything. There's oh no, not, there's no room for that. Oh wow. So it's a it's a precarious situation over there. Anyway, sounds horrible. But yeah, so he's constantly running them over. So then we're you know, do you buy a cheap one because you know you're going to run it over? Maybe you buy a really expensive one, and that is the signal to take care of it. Maybe. Anyway. Maybe. Great host host segment. <laughs> I totally agree. <laughs> this segment brought to you by I don't know who makes it by Catherine Sidehose. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. Uh, I don't know how we got on that tangent so quickly into this episode. I know, really it was fun though. It was a really fun that little was, tangent. That was fun. Enjoyed that. Uh, this week we're going to talk about mainly two things. Yes, the power of storytelling. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And you know what? Why? Do you know why that sprung upon my mind? Um, because you're reading a book. Um, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I told you. I, <laughs> I know. I didn't you. know if you wanted to pretend like I didn't know. Oh, okay. No. I, t- <laughs> I told you. Like, do you not listen to me? It feels like that sometimes. It feels like yeah. no one's listening to me at work sometimes when I go on my tangents. Anyway. That definitely happens. It does. You're reading a book. I'm reading a book and it's called Brain Hacks. Mm -hmm. And it is everything I need. (laughs) It's everything (laughs) I need. Uh, It's like geared towards people with ADHD. And it's like, does this sound like you? And it's like everything that they say is like, yeah, 100%. That's my life. Yeah. But it's just like kind of rattles off brain hack after brain hack and like how to integrate these things into your life with no story around it. Mm. And I was wondering like, I'm listening to it. And I'm like, I'm having a really hard time retaining this information and like having any of it stick with me throughout right. the day. And then it got me to thinking all the other like impactful books, they, they place these actionable steps inside of some sort of story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, exactly what you, mean. you can kind of connect to it and that helps you retain the information and, and move along with it. Mm-hmm. So, I thought, wow, there's some great applications for that little concept in your business. 
Yeah, I love that. I already have so many examples in my brain. You do? I do, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, um, I have I have some too. So, okay. Great. All right, well, that's that the works. first thing we're talking about. And then what's the other thing? Haters. <laughs> Haters, yeah. There's only uh, three things that are given in this life. Yeah. Death, taxes, and haters <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> do you know where so I was true. going with that? I, I figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. I knew okay. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for some reason recently. Yeah. I mean, it's, been, it's well, been, no, I mean, it's pretty consistent. You've been, always, you've been, but yeah, I you've have been, been getting the, some. I have been the. So aggressive, too. I know. God. It's really. <laughs> really unhinged behavior but it's totally unhinged behavior uh, and our society uh, as a whole is destined to come down yeah based on this type of behavior but (laughs) uh we thought it would be fun to relive some of our greatest hater moments yeah and laugh about it a little bit and also talk about how we deal with it yeah because you could have haters online you could have real life haters you could have haters within your own family Oh, yeah, that happens. You know, the haters happen. are everywhere. Yeah. You got to keep your hater blockers on. True, true. So, uh, yeah, we'll get into that. And it's Mental Health Awareness Month. So, oh, is it? Yeah. Cool. You didn't Perfect know timing. that? I didn't. I didn't, but now that you mentioned are it. Are you not an ally to the mentally challenged? <laughs> I am. I, I most certainly am. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to make Anyway, what were you going to say? You're going to say something about me. <laughs> you can say it. It's fine. You can say it. No, I'm not going to say it. It's bad. It's mean and it's bad and I won't. I just um, whisper it then because it sounds funny. <laughs> this is just an example I'll of a hater. Okay. I was going to be a hater. Oh, no. I've turned into the very thing I've... Sought to destroy. <sighs> Dang it. Anyway. Um, All right. Catherine will tell I me didn't... what she was going to say later yes, and then I I'll will. tell everyone <laughs> next week. Anyway. Um... But yeah, I did not realize that it was Mental Health Awareness Month. So, beautiful topic for that. Yeah. Because do you feel like it affects your mental health when you have to deal with these haters? No. Perfect. It doesn't really. uh, As I was going through a bunch of different um, hater comments Uh to gather some, to to read aloud to everybody, uh, they've ranged such a diverse uh, range of topics. True. You know, it's yeah. my looks. Yeah. It's my attitude. Mm-hmm. It's the things I say. Yep. It's the designs. <laughs> it's it's they every facet of every your... <laughs> facet of my being they have picked apart. Yeah. So some of them maybe a little bit more than others. Uh yeah. maybe do a little bit. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe I'm just stuffing it all down. Maybe. Maybe it really does. Uh oh. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna get into it. It's gonna be fun we'll and uh, for yeah. the most part it does not bother us and uh We'll, t- we'll show you how we handle it. True. I like to handle all things of this nature with a little a little sprinkle of humor. Yes. And that oh, always we'll makes me it. feel better. Save it for the for the segment. I'm going to. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway. Right. Well. Cheers. Cheers. We are drinking Cape May Brewing. Uh, Cape May Whites. Yep. Uh oh, it's like a yeah, it's a wheat style or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Mm. Pretty good. Pretty good. And from New Jersey. Beautiful. And from New Jersey. Uh, I think I'm actually going like somewhere near Cape May to go camping tomorrow. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Proud yeah. of you. That, thank you so much. <laughs> Appreciate that. Do you want to talk about camping tomorrow? Uh, I don't think so. I haven't gone yet, so I don't know uh, what type of stories will uh, happen. Okay. But 
Go with Max. That'll be fun. Is this his first camping trip? Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. That's really sweet. Okay. And we're going with Sarah's parents. Uh-huh. They have a, a small camper. Yes. Very small. Yes. All five of us are sleeping in this little camper. It's going to be tight. And two tight. friends are going with you, too. And their child. Yes. I don't think they are also sleeping in the camper. I think they're sleeping in a tent. But uh, but it's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. And uh, no offense to Max or anything. I think camping with Max is going to be slightly less fun than previous camping trips when we just went with our friends and drank a lot. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see. TBD. It's going to be really nice, though. It's going to be really nice memory making. For sure. For sure. Say, if you want your kid to be a camper, I think you got to start when they're really young, right? Isn't yeah. that how that works? So. Uh, not sure, but TBD, <laughs> I'll update you in many years from now. Cool. All right. See if it worked. So, all nice. right, let's get into it. Okay. Let's get into it. You want to start with the storytelling? Yeah, let's start with the storytelling. Okay. I think that's important. Let me start this off by telling a story. Okay. I actually don't have one prepared, but uh, storytelling. As I'm listening to this book, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, well, I can hear the words and they are all speaking to things that I really need to work on. These are These are good tips, but I'm like, I'm not like absorbing the information and connecting to it. And it took me quite a while to put my finger on what that was. Mm-hmm. And it was like the lack of a story format, right? You know, giving some sort of real life experience to draw you in and relate to. And, and that's what can really like drive it home. So I think I noticed that probably two days ago, maybe as I was listening to this book, cause I just started it. And then I went on a short little, uh, design consultation with a neighbor Mm -hmm. from a couple houses down from where we're working. And I noticed that when I talk to clients, I talk in almost a story. I I put them into a story of their new backyard instead of just talking about this is what we're going to do. This goes here. We're going to build it out of this. I always like to form any question, uh, in the sense of how they're going to use it. Like put them in the space and say, okay, imagine, you know, the deck comes out here, it goes over and this is where the outdoor kitchen is going to be. And while you're cooking, you know, you can be sitting over here and you have the pool over there and everything's going to flow so that when you're entertaining people, some people can be watching the TV over here. You can be right in the center of the action at the grill station. We can have uh, an L come off of that where we can have bar stools Everything can look at the TV. Um, And that's how I try to put the people in the space that hasn't been built yet so that they're not thinking about exactly how far this comes out or uh, what materials we're going to use. Like none of that stuff is super important at that first stage. It's really setting them up so that they can see themselves in what you're going to build them. Yeah. Did that make sense? It did. You think and, so? Yeah. Thanks. And it's funny that Appreciate you bring this up because I recently read this like study about why people connect with stories so much. And the example that they gave was when you like Google a recipe and then this recipe comes up. It's what you wanted, but there's like a 10 paragraph. And that's the worst thing about yeah. my grandma made this recipe in 1942 for her, yeah. her husband who was going off to war or whatever. Um, and the reason why it's like that is because that's how you remember these things. Like, 
if you just go to the the recipe and you're like, okay, I don't care about any of that stuff. I'm just going to go to the recipe, which is what most people do. Yeah. You, you, you find the recipe, you read it. It's just facts on a page. It's nothing. There's nothing to connect to. And you're going to immediately forget that. But if you actually did read the story that goes along with it, you're going to remember it. Or you'll at least remember enough to be like, okay, I remember I read that story about Natasha's grandmother or whatever. Yeah. And then you, you can remember it through that way, but it gives you more points to connect to when it's a story. And it's also why, as children, we're taught word problems, like math problems. Yeah. We're taught math problems in word problems because it's like it gives you something more to connect to than just... That makes sense, than yeah. facts on a page. Mm-hmm. So it's like the same thing. If you want somebody to like really so, yeah. get like into it and get into like what you're doing. Yeah. What? Why are you nodding like that? I'm just... So the recipe thing, because yeah. this is a... a a plague on the, <laughs> on humankind is when you look for a recipe and you have to yeah. scroll down so far because it's like, yeah, Johnny's uh, great aunt Pam used to always bring this to whatever. It's like yeah. a million things. It's like, I right. just want to know yeah. how many teaspoons of salt do I put in these cookies? <laughs> yeah. Um, are you saying that if you really connect to the story, you're going to remember all of the amounts of things that go into the recipe or you're just going to remember the recipe itself. You so are going you can, to remember that you took the time to like, remember, you're not going to remember the, I mean, maybe some people will, I don't know. I can't okay, speak to everybody's okay. memory, but you're just more likely to remember that like you, that you wasted spent your time, time <laughs> <laughs> that you spent time finding this recipe. And like you, now you can say like, Oh, I remember I read that. I really liked this recipe because I, and I read that story and it was about blah, blah. blah. And then when you, you, you can easily go back later. to find it. Okay. But if you just read the recipe, that's gone from your memory. Like it's gone. You just read a okay, simple that makes thing, sense. which is fine because nowadays most people, that's all you do anyway. You're like, okay, like back in the day, this is very deep dive on recipe culture, but <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> back well, in the day, people would have like family recipe. recipes and like you'd, you would really have like a connection to these recipes. Nowadays, and people would cook the same things. Like, you know, Nana was known for her. Nana only cooked five things. Blueberry buckle or whatever. Oh, but, I love blueberry buckle. Know, so, so good. good. Right? Yeah. Um, but nowadays, most people, you're just like, okay, I should make something. What should I make? And then you'll Google like party favorite foods. And then you click on something and you make it. Like, yeah. it's just a very different way of doing things. But it's, that's a good point. You know, I get it now. Now I understand because, you know, you might have something like a turkey chili. And you're like, that was so yeah. good. It was turkey chili. You just type in turkey chili and you're like, right. I can't remember which recipe this yeah. was. But if it's like a story, you're like, oh, it was that blog. Yeah. That's where I got the recipe. So I type in Natasha's turkey chili. Boom, yeah. that pops up. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of counterintuitive because it's giving people more to remember. But because there is more to remember, there's more things for your brain to connect to. More like so, latch points. Exactly. Yeah. So like that when you're sense. selling to your client and you're giving them all of these things, you're like, you know if you just show them a picture and you're like, okay, you know, whatever, this is what you're going to get. Blah, blah, boring. But if you tell them the story, like you said, this is where you're going to spend the time with your family and blah, blah, blah. Like it gives them more latch points. And then they're going to think about that later. Yeah. Oh my gosh. When Sean described, this is where like, you know, we would be looking at the TV from this angle and blah, blah. It gives them more latch points to be like, to really connect to the experience. Yeah. Yeah. And they say like a lot of times the wife is usually the decision maker. So I'll usually pull her aside and say, statistically speaking, more than likely you guys are going to split up. There's going to be a custody battle. And most of the time, the mom keeps the house. You want this backyard to be sick so that your kids want to live here. 
<laughs> That's God. a really good No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I've never done that. But it might work in the so right dark. scenario. Sure, yeah. Uh, Keep that in your back pocket, I guess. <laughs> it's a good trick. It's a good trick. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> did you like that one? I did. That's a good I did one. not know where you were going with that. No, but. me either. I just, a lot of times I don't even know where I'm going with things when I talk. But uh, anyway, I like to give a lot of different examples of so, all right, think about it. They're, if they don't even have a backyard, like they don't know, they just have this idea of, I want to do stuff back here. I want to entertain. Mm-hmm. If you can, as you are explaining a potential layout for this backyard, you can also like put them in situations of how they could use it. So mm-hmm. an example is I was talking about how we would orient a TV wall. So I always like to say, um, a TV wall is something that that people are always going to gravitate towards. Like you want to at least have one out there so that sports games, all that kind of stuff, um, always try to orient the seating towards it um, and have it at one end of the project. So from all the other spaces that you're creating, that TV is visible. So uh, I like to say, all right, imagine uh, you know if you have everybody over for an Eagles game. TV is going to be here. You could be cooking over at the outdoor kitchen. People could be sitting at that bar or they could be sitting at this lounge setup that we've created right in front of the TV. But no matter where you are in this backyard, everybody can see the TV. So mm-hmm. you could do sports games out here. You could do movie nights with all the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and no matter where you are in the backyard, you can see that TV. So little things like that, instead of just saying, this is where we could put a TV, it's the same exact thing, but you are explaining it in a way that they can put themselves into that situation and say, oh, wow, having all of my kids' friends over and having them like just hang out here, I can keep my eyes on them instead of them just playing around the neighborhood. Like mm-hmm. That is the thing that a parent is going to like connect to right. and be like, oh, wow, our house could be like the hangout house. I can keep my eyes on my kids and they're not going to be running amok. Yeah. What do you think? Is that valid? Valid. Or yeah. should I just stick to the other tactic that I just came up with? The divorce thing? The divorce thing, yeah. <laughs> Maybe do, uh, do a do a case study, see which one works better. Yeah. Try out a couple ways. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's some really good examples of storytelling when you're trying to sell. What yeah. about storytelling when it comes to like your business? Because that's the example that I was going to say. Well, if you have an example, and, then go for it. Okay. Yeah. So... When you are doing anything like branding wise or marketing or anything like that, it's so important to keep your story consistent and be mindful of like what your story is. Yeah. And recently we have been kind of fighting. <laughs> I mean, a little, yeah. A little bit, yeah. Um, but changing some processes and just, you know, <laughs> some. Some people may have gone rogue in some, some certain situations, yes. which is fine. And it's great to try new things, but um, <laughs> you've done some things with like design and stuff that have kind of gone against what we normally do. Yes. And we, as we're talking about it and talking it out and you're showing me these things and you're very excited about it, which is great. Yeah, yep, yep, um, yep, yep. I keep saying like, how does this fit into our story? You are changing something about the way that we have done things historically. <laughs> so how does this fit into our story? I'm not saying that we shouldn't or couldn't do that what you want to do. You just have I'm to just give saying, me a better reason. Yeah. yeah. Other than just like, I want to, you know, like if, yeah, 
just, it's important to keep your story consistent, I would say. Yeah. Or mindfully change your story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I will say you have been a great story accountability partner. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it is, it, it made me realize this week that it can be difficult to 100% stick to the brand that you have created. Like it's very easy to stray off of that a little bit. Um, And straying it off, off of it a little bit isn't necessarily the biggest deal in the world. Like from the outside, people may or may not get confused by mixed messaging. Like, you know, as far as if you take one job, that's like not totally exactly like right in your wheelhouse. It's a little bit different. It might not be the best thing to stick to your story, but it's not going to like derail your whole business. But if you're doing these things without thoughtfully like deciding which way you're going to go on it, then you are kind of like not in the driver's seat. Exactly. So you have reminded me of that with some, I've decided to give a couple people discounts on designs (laughs) just because they're, loosely related to me <laughs> sort of they're like friend like my cousin's friend and my that is in no way related to you it's not your cousin's friend that's like my second cousin <laughs> <laughs> i guess it's not now okay um well what about my mom's best friend's niece <laughs> <laughs> that i've never met yeah, I guess that, you know, that's th- not related either. No, not quite. What about the neighbor of somebody <laughs> that we're working for? Loose, loose association. Very loose, yeah. Okay. That one I feel like I have a good reason because we're doing the job for our client right now. Mm-hmm. It's in the same neighborhood. Um, they seemed really cool. Really got a good vibe off them. Yeah. And the job that we're doing right now, they only paid 1500 for the design because we did the design like a year and a half ago. So I was like, yeah, All naturally right. prices don't change over a year and a half. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was really just a heat of the moment kind of thing. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, yeah, that was one thing that we were fighting about this week. But another thing, I was more so talking about this design that you're doing currently that you're working on. Yeah. Are you okay to talk about this? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, they have an existing stamped concrete patio. Yeah. And you are talking about like working that into your design, which is, it's perfectly a perfectly fine thing to do because it's pretty new i don't know how new it is but it's fine it's in fine condition yeah but historically it is something that we do not do we do complete backyard renovations we don't incorporate existing things into our designs yes and historically we have been very steadfast on that yes um yes but this time it has changed and this was the thing that i was like how does this fit into our story because we don't want to do more jobs like this where we have to incorporate other elements that we haven't done true so why you know like what about this job is worth doing that changing it for it's my cousin's friend yeah man (laughs) i bet all of your cousins probably have a bunch of friends i don't have that many cousins though so work through that (laughs) and then we'll be back to normal i have a lot of cousins what about my cousins and their friends no i don't care about them (laughs) i'm in no way related to them Okay. But my cousin's friends, I am somewhat <laughs> related to. No, uh, it was more of the fact that uh, this person's followed us for so long. They were so yeah. excited about it. I know, and, and, the, and all of that is great. And I'm not saying that we can't and shouldn't. I'm just saying, like, why? 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 What, how does this fit into our story? Yeah. And you d- you came up with a great design. It looks beautiful for yeah. what it's going to be. But. And what I figured was that we could 
go over that concrete slab, that's perfect mm-hmm. base. And it would be very easy, very minimal effort to put pavers over top of it and incorporate it into everything else. Mm-hmm. So that was a compromise. <laughs> that's no compromise. We could change the shape of it. We could do. It well, well yeah, yeah, sure. A lot of things the changed over. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Initially, I was like, yeah, hey, we can keep this old deck frame. Yeah. And then you were like, we don't do that. Like what? And I was like, well, it could be cool. I don't know what I was thinking at that moment. And then Aunt you came in like, Aunt was like, no, we're not doing that. That's, that's going to be so much more work yeah. to keep it. And I was like, that's true. All right. Forget that. We're taking that down. We're building from scratch. Yes. And I think that it's, you know, there are plenty of things that you can do and, and it's exciting to try new things, but yeah. just because you can do something doesn't mean that you should do something necessarily. Yeah. Unless you can justify how it fits into your story. Thank you for being that's my accountability partner for that. Not a, not a problem. Happy to do it. Thank you. And so I think much. that we came to a good understanding. Uh, yeah. And a good compromise. Are we still fighting? But I don't think so. All right. Perfect. I think we're done with that. But perfect. But I, just, I feel like that's a perfect example of storytelling and why it's important to keep consistent because ultimately we don't want more jobs like that where we're, you know, where then people are yeah. like, oh, I saw how you like redid that stamped concrete thing. Can you do that to my backyard? I want to save a couple bucks. Like true. Those kinds of jobs lead to those. And that's what we preach on this podcast all the time. Do the jobs that you want to lead to. So you're like using my own words against <laughs> I me. No, I am. God, so, you're right. Hey, when you're right, you're right. Yeah. And for that, I tip my cap to you. <laughs> so thank you. All right. Not well, a problem. Enough of the finger pointing here. I didn't mean to be finger pointing. I just thought it was an applicable thing. Perfect. It was what a learning else? moment. We, bro- we both learned and yeah, compromised. So. Yeah, that was great. What, what else you got? <clears throat> Anything else on that front? On storytelling? Yeah. Um, well, in what other ways can you tell a story? Are you asking me or is yeah. that like, are you just putting that out into the air? <laughs> into the ether? Yeah. No, I'm asking you. Me. What other ways yeah. can you tell a story? Where, where else does your story matter? Where else does your story matter? That's a really good question. Um, Maybe just like personally, like uh, like a memoir. Yes. Are you? <laughs> do you plan on writing a memoir at some point? Eventually, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. Is it cool if somebody else writes a memoir about you, or you write your own memoir? I think you have to be dead at that point. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. We've got time. We'll figure that TBD out. TBD on yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> We'll talk about that next week. Uh, where else does, what do you mean in your personal life? Well, just like how you, how you present yourself and like, what are your um, values? And yeah, what are your values and huh, all that kind of stuff? And I feel like in these industries, especially trades based industries, um, very close knit groups. Yeah. Um, so presenting yourself in a way that is beneficial ongoing. I feel like a lot of people, maybe get like scorned and then burn bridges and then they're kind of screwed when they're trying to reapply because their reputation precedes them. Um, and I think yeah. that happens a lot because especially if you're, if you're something like, uh, like a union carpenter or whatever and you want or maybe not in the union, I guess that didn't, that wouldn't really matter. But like if you're a carpenter and you're trying to get hired by another local carpenter, they're going to be like, I already heard about you. Like, stay away from that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. I think having a set of core values and knowing what they are and using that to guide you through especially tough decisions mm-hmm. uh, is a really good thing to to do and to have for yourself because you're always going to be presented with 
difficult decisions throughout your life, whether to go one way or the other. <laughs> what <laughs> You're like, what? No, nothing. I was just listening to you. Well, you made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> I didn't do anything other than look at you. Yeah, you were looking at me like, where's he going with this? And now yeah. I forget. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you so sorry. much. So sorry. Okay. Well, Catherine, uh, sometimes in your life, you know, you can you can come come up against difficult decisions in life and in business. Yep. And if you have identified the core values of your story, yeah, the story of your life, yeah, it can help you with those decisions. That's a great point. That's a really good point. Thank you. I really think that's a great point. See, it came all the way back around and I tied <laughs> it up you, nicely. You did a great job. I saw it in your eyes. Like, where is he going with this? <laughs> you thought I was doing that thing where I just start talking and then I... Were you not doing that? I was not doing <laughs> that. No. I could tell that you thought that's what I was doing, but I had a fully formed thought that I was just trying to get out and you were being a hater on me. <laughs> Proud of you. Appreciate that. Great job. All right. Well, with that, uh, uh, should we get into the hater stuff? Sure. Yeah. How long we've we been going? <laughs> How long? Guess. You have to guess. If you're going to ask, minutes. you have to guess. 28. 33 minutes. Whoa. Yeah. We've been pretty good at guessing. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I guess. Yeah. You haven't gotten one right yet, but. Well, I mean, okay. All right. So, haters. Catherine's being a little bit haters. of a hater on me. Uh, <laughs> A lot of people can be haters. People, we encounter it a lot online. Yes. You can have local haters. <laughs> you can <Sure>. have, <laughs> you know, haters that are people that are the closest to you. Some people have parents that are haters on them. Yeah. Some people have siblings that are haters on them. Mm-hmm. Some people have spouses that are haters oh, on God. them. Oh, God. Some people do. Oh, yeah, that'd be sad. Yeah. So we have kids that are haters on them. <laughs> That's probably pretty common. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. That's just like us calling our parents boomers. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Uh, anyway, I think it's it's not only going to be fun to relive these moments <laughs> and talk about how we navigate it mentally, yeah. but yes. also, you know, hopefully maybe give you some, some tools to cope with it in your own life, whether it's online, whether it is in person. Uh, I think it all comes down to self-confidence. Yeah. Self-confidence and knowing why you're doing the things that you're doing. Yes. Yeah. And if you believe that, then nobody can break you down. And they shouldn't. But they're going to. They're, they're going to try. try. Yeah, yeah, they're going to try. try. They can't. They can't, but they're going to give it their all. All right. For Who wants a reason. Yeah. Oh, they are. <laughs> My God. Um, do you want to start? Sure. You've, you've you recently... <clears throat> um, yeah, so recently I've apparently just been very controversial. You have, yeah. <laughs> you have. Um, number one, you're a woman doing construction work. You have no place yeah. in this industry. <laughs> Absolutely not. Number two, uh, I don't know, I have three fingers up right now. Number two, you have blonde hair, so it means that you're kind of dumb, right? Could be, yeah. You know? Definitely could be that. What? Remember blonde jokes? Yeah. I actually don't get that many blonde jokes. Really? How many blondes does it take to uh, change a light bulb? Mm. I don't know how many. Just one. She was an electrician. <laughs> Aggressive. <laughs> right? How's it going? Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. So where to start? I screenshotted a couple of these. Let's okay. start. Should I leave the most aggressive for last? 
Or should I start with the most aggressive? <laughs> uh, let's save that for last. Okay. Let's save that for last. It's be, all right. I feel like somebody needs to check in on that person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think they're doing well. All right. I'll start off pretty mild. Okay. Uh, recently, Look into the camera while you read okay. it. Okay. Recently, we posted a video and we were pouring a slab to go under stairs. And I was standing on the forms. And you're not supposed to stand on the forms, but it was just for a slab. And it was, I could get a better angle because I was pulling the mesh into the concrete. I had a better angle than standing outside of it. Anyway, it's wholly not a big deal. But the internet really is very angry at me yes. about it. Um, anyway, so this person said, one person said, the girl isn't even doing shit, LOL. And then someone replied, someone else replied, yes, she is. She's standing on the forms and messing up the pitch and she's making it look like women can do concrete too, which they can't. Now. <clears throat> wow. This, I highlighted <laughs> this one because there was about 200 of the same thing basically said over and over and over again yeah. on these. And it is a frequent hater comment that I get that has something to do with my gender and not being able to do whatever. Which you are. I, I it would be inappropriate for me to assume. So, <laughs> and you've never asked. So never you don't asked. assume. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I am a woman and I do occasionally do construction work. Uh, and the people, the people of the internet do not care for that for some reason. And I yeah. don't get it, and I don't, I wholly don't care, and I think it's funny. And in this p particular instance, I was kind of like, I was standing on the form, and if you're doing finished concrete work, you're definitely not supposed to stand on the form. So, you know, they're kind of right, but also, well, I don't know. There's, who cares? <laughs> there was also other comments that were like, I'm a super True. experienced concrete man for oh, 700 years, and yeah. if you can't stand on your forms, then your forms ain't right. True. So. There's also that. There was, there was a. There's a, there's not, a, not many people, but a few, <laughs> a few people stuck up for you. On yeah, that. yeah, yeah, a few people, a couple people. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was mostly funny, and also it was funny because that like that clip blew up like overnight. So, and, like especially on TikTok. So I wasn't even paying attention to it. I went home, didn't look at it overnight, and then you came in and you're like, "Did you see all your comments?" And I was yeah. like, "No." So it was really fun to go through and read all of them at once. Yeah, yeah, that video's got. Between Instagram and TikTok, I think over 4 million views. Yeah. So good job on that. Standing on those forums yeah. really got us, you know, pumped up there. So did any part of that comment hurt you inside? No, not at all. No. No? The only... I So hater comments never bother me. I usually... Especially if it's just like, oh, she's a woman. She can't do that. Like, okay, I don't even care. I pretty much ignore them. But I will say, of all the hater comments that I get, like... Which any clip that I am in or like visible visible in, people are either saying nice things or they're saying mean things. It's never, and usually it's about the way that I look or that I'm a woman. It's never about like what I'm doing except for this clip, which was standing on the forms. Yes. Um, yes. So on a clip where someone's saying mean things and somebody's saying nice things, my eyes always gravitate towards the mean things. And that's what I would say is like, a problem. Yeah, like I, it doesn't bother me, but I, I definitely focus on the mean things more so than the nice things, and I think that that says something about you as a person. Is that what you're saying? No, I think that I think that the hater comments just dull the nice things, you know. Yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah. Uh, because I was looking through old screenshots because sometimes we'll post them on uh, like whenever a really good hater comment comes yeah. across. 
Uh, I'll reply to it and I'll take a screenshot, I'll post it to Instagram. Yeah. So I was going through old screenshots and it's like all hater comments. But then I noticed one time I was, I must've been thinking of that moment. You know what? I'm only giving shine to these haters. Exactly. Let me highlight a bunch of the really nice comments. Cause probably still, well on videos like you're talking about 90% were haters, but mm-hmm. in the general sense, most comments are complimentary and yeah. are good. Uh, but they, they do kind of get glazed over. So yeah. I think that's uh, that's something to be mindful of. Be as or more mindful of the positive comments exactly. than the negative comments, especially if you find yourself more affected by, uh, by comments like that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let the mean comments dull the shine of the nice comments. Yeah. Because right. usually if you look at it, I mean, unless you really suck at everything you do, like your your breakdown is probably going to be close to even. You're probably also getting really nice things. So yeah, which of those. And All I was right. thinking the same thing because when I was looking through mine, there was one comment that it was I was doing plugs on a video and somebody said like, good tip, Reese Witherspoon or something. And I thought that was nice and also creative. And I never really even paid attention to that. I was like, oh, that was nice. So yeah. All right. why don't you read a hater? All right. Uh, <laughs> this one's kind of funny. All right. So we do, this one isn't, uh, as directed directly at me, like mm-hmm. all of the ones are at you. Um, this was on a before and after time-lapse of a whole project. And somebody said their name is Neil preferred it before. <laughs> and like the before is always like, it's always a very stark difference from the yeah. before and after. <laughs> so that was like a little, I was like, I feel like you're doing this just to try to get under my skin here, Neil. <laughs> so this is how I responded to Neil. I said, great. You have cheap taste, Neil. <laughs> so got him on that one. Yeah. Good job. Uh, that is, that is one variety of the hater comments that we get, which is around the design. Yeah. And I think, those are the ones that can bother me the most, I would say, mm-hmm. because uh, for whatever reason, I, I a lot of the, a lot of the comments are about you know uh, I'm an idiot for wearing a backwards hat. I look like a d bag or mm-hmm. whatever. Those don't bother me too much, uh, but the ones that are about the design, especially if I feel like if I feel like there's any truth to it, then I'm like that one that one hurts a little bit. Yeah. That one hurts a little bit, but that one didn't because <laughs> Neil doesn't know what he's talking about. Neil yeah. is an idiot, apparently. Yeah. So uh, that was a fun one. That was a fun one. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, and Neil. So it, I think a lot of it is, um, I think when you respond to the haters, again, in real life or online, that is the best way to disarm them, especially when yeah. you are like that was on a video that had like, 5 million views. So tons of comments on it. This was on YouTube. So mm-hmm. he's writing this comment, probably not thinking that I'm going to respond to it. Cause this is like, those videos are our most popular videos. It was from like a year prior mm-hmm. and it just happened to come across, uh, my feed, see yeah. a new comment. And, uh, he's probably thinking, I'm just going to put this up here. He's probably going to respond to it because right. I got no response to that. Neil yep. didn't comment back be like, <laughs> he was probably like, oh, geez, I didn't know he was actually going to see that. Yeah. But people do. Yeah. People do. So 
Think about it. Don't be a Neil. Yeah. And there's no point in like trying to argue with them or like if, if somebody's saying like, oh my gosh, you're such a hack, you're doing this wrong or whatever. There's no point in trying to justify yourself because they're not going to listen to you. Yeah. So it's better to just like say something like stupid and witty back because yeah. it's like, he's <laughs> funny about it. <laughs> yeah. That is the funniest way to handle. You know what I'm actually realizing? I do this <laughs> in my own life a lot. Anytime uh, anyone has any sort of criticism of me, mm-hmm. I usually snap back with some sort of like sarcastic remark. Yeah. Um, works great online. <laughs> Not great in real life. In real life. Use with caution. <laughs> <laughs> Solid advice. It's just, it's just my way of Solid. dealing with like stress. I always deal with uh, any uncomfortable situations, arguments, confrontations with sarcastic humor. And uh, sometimes great, sometimes maybe not so great. Something about. Yeah. All right. You want to read another one? Sure. Um, all right. I'm going to read this one just because I think it's funny. Um, and I don't even remember. Oh, okay. So this was on a video. I was planing pressure treated lumber, with no eyeglasses on, no gloves, no mask, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I was doing it for like, not that long in real life. That's why I wasn't wearing eye protection. And also it's the planer has like a directional shoot. shoot that shoots it away from my face. So I felt comfortable not wearing eye protection and so sorry. Won't happen again. But yeah, anyway. you, should be, you should be wearing eye protection. You should wear an eye protection. Whatever. Um, it's don't minimize it. Catherine. <laughs> Do you want to wear an eye patch for the rest of your life? No, but I think that it's my decision and, and I don't need other people telling me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I see what this is. No. Anyway, so I got All a lot right. of hater comments on that. Most of them just saying, telling me to put eye protection on yeah. whatever. Um, but on that, I got a lot of comments about uh, just like planning pressure treated lumber or whatever. And it's all stuff that everybody else does and never gets called out for. But I did it and I got called out for it. And I did not like that because... You're a woman. It's because I'm a lady. And not that I want to pull the gender card, but I feel like... You will if it's to your advantage. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, this feels oh, like okay. very blatant because it's something yeah. that like everybody else does all the time. And then I do it and it's like, it's a, uh, and th- not so much the, it's more like the planing, the lumber rather than like uh, the yeah. eye protection thing. Cause yeah. everybody on the internet yells about that. So whatever. Gotcha. Anyway, this is a funny comment from that. Okay. Shorty look like she can eat a whole bag of jer- beef jerky in one bite. And I s- replied to it. <laughs> Do you, want, hold, do you want to, why don't we just read that again one more time? Uh, okay. Shorty look like she can eat a whole bag of beef jerky one bite. <laughs> that is, beef jerky is so chewy too. It takes <laughs> it, it so many take a bites. really long yeah. time. Very wow. long time. So I replied as premier and said, I don't get it, but this made me laugh really hard. And then he replied back, she got that deep south linebacker jaw. Tough women that know how to work a piece of lumber get me 10 out of 10. Now, I don't understand. what. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what any of that means. Uh... But I assume it's not positive, but it made me laugh really hard. So I was not offended by this at all. I honestly appreciated the creativity and 10 out of 10 to that guy for making me laugh. Yeah. Shout out to <laughs> that guy. Uh, 
Yeah, I I don't totally understand what what he's getting at or what no. he means yeah. by any of that. But uh, I do always appreciate a little bit of creativity when it comes to hundred percent. Yeah, I don't I don't even know how to classify that. If that's a <laughs> hater or if it's a, a secret admirer, I'm not Maybe, sure. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Uh, but those are the kinds that I like okay. when they when they make no sense. I know it's a dig, but I don't care. Love it. What else you got? Okay, we have one from Kings. This is this is another one about the design. Way mm-hmm. too busy, way too many lines, too manly for sure. Should have used a woman's touch and a decorator because that's eye-poppingly bad. It's like walking into the 60s and 70s in a bad way. Yuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> a simple... Not my taste. Yeah, not for me. Would have been fine. (laughs) Jeez, kings. So I said, thanks for the tips. I should have asked you before we started, I guess. Did they reply back to that? No, of course not. None of these people ever (laughs) respond back. And uh, that's part of what's infuriating. But that is like, why would somebody feel the need to comment that on a video and that is on like one of my favorite designs that we've ever done. Which one? It is the Doylestown one with the... Oh, yeah. That's like one of my favorite ones. It's a national award-winning project. <laughs> so... It really is beautiful. It's it's, it's a really it's nice project. It's really stunning, yeah. It's a really cool project. So that person doesn't know what they're talking about. But like to be that aggressive, like where does that come yeah. from? Sadness. You know? A deep place of sadness rooted within that person. <sighs> yeah, I would agree. I would agree, but disarmed him pretty good. Didn't, didn't, didn't write back. <laughs> didn't write back to me. What else we got? What else we All got? Right. All mine are like attacking me personally, and you chose ones that are like. I'll find. I'll get some of those. Okay, the last one that I have that I screenshotted. This is the most aggressive one I've ever gotten. <laughs> um, and this was because I had an opinion about battery powered versus uh, pneumatic nail gun someone pj sanchez replied and he said we get it you're independent now how about you you go settle down and rear rear children into this world like your body was intended to to which i replied i'm cackling Cackling because i was (laughs) what um could you do a cackle for us Mm, no okay we'll just just imagine it just imagine it Imagine you're me and you just said something about like a framing nailer and yeah. this is the response that you got to it's, that. Yeah. It's, aggra- um, it's aggressive. It's aggressive and it's not over. Yes. So I said, I'm cackling. And then he responded back to me. You won't be once you hit 40 and realize your life is over and you've got nothing to show for it, but your new shed you're building in your backyard, no children, no legacy to pass on, just you, your feminism and your carpentry skills. Well done though. Good for you. Which, honestly, jokes on him because no one of all the comments we've ever gotten have ever complimented my carpentry skills. So he's the first person to compliment me and say that I have carpentry skills. So thank you, PJ. I do appreciate that. That one is definitely... And I like after that, you also threw in oh, yeah. a plug after that, for uh, after that I replied living. that we also build decks and patios and I'm going to have those as well as my shit. And you can check us out on YouTube. Yeah, so of course, I did always appre- be promoting. I did appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Uh that is uh, just beyond unhinged behavior. <laughs> like, that is just, I don't know. 
there's a woman in his life that he's very mad at yeah. that has no. upset him and he took it out on you. You were an innocent bystander there and yeah. PJ, um, you need to get some help. Yeah. So within this comment thread, other people have like other people were appalled by this, by this person's response to me and they like found his Facebook and he is married and has three daughters. Isn't that horrifying? That he would speak to a woman like that and you then guys, he has three daughters. You guys all got together and like... I mean, his handle... I didn't, but they, they like showed like that's what they said. And... Who's they? Did you guys like we form like together. a friend, a friend <laughs> group or something? I didn't hear this part of the story. It was just on the... It was on the comment chain. Oh my God. This wasn't... Yeah, it was just a bunch of people. They they said it and then like his name is PJ Sanchez. It's it like his name is his handle. Right. So then they went on Facebook. Very easy to do. Found him. Found him. Very wow. easy to do because that is his name. And then the profile picture on Instagram and Facebook was the same. So that's how you find a person. Good detective work. The internet is work. a small place for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> in case you wanted to know that. Um, but anyway, that's horrifying that he would speak to women like that. And, uh, you know, that he has children. That yeah. Are females. So, yeah. Shame on you, PJ. Shame on you. Yeah. 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 Um, so that was definitely the most unhinged comment that I've ever gotten. However, others have come close. So it's, <laughs> we live yeah. in a wild west society. A little more background on that. The coolest part of that. This was on <laughs> Sarah Underwood's Instagram. Yes. Who is number one thing you'll probably know about her is she is a great builder and she builds cool stuff. She's building like a, it's like a wonderland. It's like cabin. a fairy tale cabin. I, th I think it's called cabin land is what they call it, but it's like, it's a, really it looks cool. like a fairy tale. It's the coolest thing ever. She's got one in the Pacific Northwest. So it looks like really rainy and dark. Oh. And then another one that she's building in like Arizona or something. She also, was, and then some people might say she's very pretty. She is <laughs> some very, very pretty. Some people might say that, but, but follow her for the carpentry. All right. I That's feel like you're, you are, <laughs> anyway. you're getting weird and diminishing her skills. She really is a cool carpenter and she's, she is super cool. The stuff that they build is like, honestly, super cool. Yes. Super cool. hundred percent. And she might be, check her out and you can decide, <laughs> you know, she's pretty, she's kind of pretty. Anyway, <laughs> she has how many 8.7 million followers? Uh, no, I don't think it's that many. Yeah. I'm pretty Was sure it, it is. Yeah. It's like a, so many. Okay, well, it's a lot. It's definitely in the millions of followers. It's like 8.7 million. It's like so many followers. Yeah. She follows less than 1,000 people. Yeah. One of those people is Howard Enter Hobbies. Yep. It's me. It's me. I got to follow out of this. <laughs> yeah, so out of this darkness comes a shining light. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for that, Sarah. Yeah. Shout out to Sarah. Everyone go check her out. Yeah, we got to get her on cool. the podcast. Oh, I wonder if she would be on the podcast. That would be really cool. That would be really that cool. That would be really cool. We could do it at Cabin Land. <gasps> that would be amazing. That would be really all cool. Right. Since we're like best friends, I'll, I'll, you I'll email ask her. her. <laughs> yeah. I actually, honestly, you should check out the stuff that they're building because uh, it looks super cool. And I feel like, you know, they're doing it somewhere where like, you know, they're not like doing like building permits or anything like that. But they're these little like cabin shed things. They're not yeah. like these structures and it looks like they're just kind of like you know they might be working off a sketch or something mm -hmm. but it's just like creativity and carpentry mixed together it really, really is, yeah. in a really cool way i would love to build stuff like that yes so love that love that for them yeah really cool um let's see uh i have one more to read here okay okay this is from cd read nine nine 
999. Imagine reading your videos, the comments. This is this doesn't make sense. Imagine <laughs> reading your videos, the comments months later, and about half of them are professional carpenters, etc., pointing out 95% of what you said is utter bullshit or flat out backwards. <laughs> I mean, that happens like all the time, so it <laughs> doesn't affect me too much. But uh, I responded with, well, your logic here is complete bullshit. Everyone in the YouTube comments section is a professional carpenter. So, <laughs> so it's not just 95% of them. It is 100%, 100% of yes. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that is, that's where I think uh, I don't get offended at all when people really come at the, the way that you're doing things because yeah. we're very confident that we're doing things the right way. We're doing them uh, in a professional way up to code all of our projects are getting inspected and they are designed uh well they're designed by me but they are specced out by an architect and engineer so the people on the internet don't have the full story and people mm. will comment the most outrageous things yeah. and throw crazy accusations when they can only see the tiniest little part of a project yeah. and it's never even finished yeah we just posted <laughs> a video of a cricket being built yeah framed 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 just framed <laughs> every single comment on it is it's gonna leak where's the flashing there's not even any shingles on it like why aren't people saying there's no shingles yeah on where that are the roof. shingles <laughs> that's gonna leak uh it's not done yet and i think people got so so worked up about it because the siding was already up because we're working into an existing house yeah so it all got flashed. Yeah. Don't worry, people. Jeez. There were so many people that were like, um, why did they design it this way? Like, like the roof lines don't even match up or whatever. And it's like, well, probably because the person that built the house didn't account for the project that we were going to build 20 years later onto the house. Yeah. You know, that mm -hmm. is a problem. That does happen. Yeah. Unfortunately, that is a... They should have called us. 14-year-old <laughs> me a call and said, hey, uh, what pitch do you think this, this roof's going to be that you... I'll say, what? <laughs> What's happening right now? 14, I probably thought I was going to be... A rapper? No, probably a hockey player. No, that might have been that might have been past that. Did mm. I ever tell you a story about how uh, I had a Philadelphia Flyers jersey many years ago? Mm -hmm. They used to have a Flyers fundraiser at the Riverton Golf Course every year. You remember that? No. Okay, so they did. It was like the Flyers wives fight for lives. Okay. Cancer golf outing or something. So a lot of current and former players would go and. Uh, We'd go up there, walk up the street, and get autographs. One year. How fun. I have a Flyers jersey. Get an autograph by Hall of Famers, Bernie Perrant, uh, I think John LeClaire, like a lot of like cool. really good players. What do I do with it? Sell it. Ten year old me, twelve year old me. Put my own name in cursive right across <laughs> the front, really big because <laughs> I'm going to eventually be a professional hockey player. <laughs> this would be the perfect thing to add value to this jersey. Yeah. So uh, it's one of my favorite stories about <laughs> myself. I had such a, a full unwavering belief in myself at such a young age that I could play professional <laughs> hockey. And uh, very fun. So, that is a beautiful memory. And yeah. it would have been great if it had worked out for you. 
I think it's better that it didn't. <laughs> I think it's funnier that it didn't work out. Um, but anyway, that's my life. Yeah. So <laughs> proud of you. Thanks so much. Uh, uh, let's wrap this up into a into a nice little bow. Because where are we at here, yeah. time wise? How much time <clears throat> we got left? We're we're right at our we're, happy hour we're right, right at, now. Yep. Oh really? Yep. Just hit it. Just hit one hour. Yeah. Right. Right now. Right, right now. When I yeah. said that. Yep. Now we're at it. Now we're in seven seconds. Wow, I am um, so intuitive with these type yeah. of things. You know, haters out there, I think that when you when you encounter a hater, you have to let it roll off like water off a duck's back because really, it's it's more about them than it is about you. They're insecure in their is. own selves, and yeah. you have to be confident in the things that you're doing. And a lot of times... These hater comments are going to come when you put yourself out there. You are taking a risk of some sort, whether it is starting a business or putting your videos online or just being a woman in carpentry. Yeah. You're going to have to deal with these things. So uh, take it as a badge of honor that you have done the thing that they are scared to do, and that's why they are coming at you. So really... Feel bad for them because they're trying to hate on you, but they're hating on themselves. Yeah. Beautiful. Do you like that? Beautiful metaphor. I love yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's it for this week. Tune in again next week. Uh, it's going to be a fun one as always. So till next time, this has been the hardworking happy hour. See you next week. <laughs>